All right, you know what it is. We're back, baby. Fantasy freaking football podcast. Fantasy freaking football podcast, yeah. I'm your man, Julian. James, tell him something. JJ, hot take at it again, baby. Who else? Who else in the building? Lavy Lav, man. Lavy Lav. What's going on? We're back at it. This time, we're coming at you with our top five, top five flex plays to play weekly after the seventh round. So we're looking at who's going where and players you can get after the seventh round in your draft that are still weekly starters in your flex position. Or or if you want even starting quarterbacks, if, if James or Brandon has a starting quarterback, starting quality caliber players after the seventh round. James, go ahead and give us your number five. Start us off with your number five. So my number five is going to be, and I got to put this cat at number five because I don't like the team that he plays for. Um, and in fact, I hate them uh, with, with, uh, with passion. Uh, but I got, I got to go. I got uh, in the six drafts I looked at, he was averaging about seven, four, uh, seven, four, seven, five. And he will be the number one on this garbage team, I think. But uh, Chase Claypool at seven, four, um, I think he's the wide receiver one uh, in, in, in Pittsburgh. And I think there's a lot of value there at flex or God, that's, a, I mean, he's, he's a starter um, in the seventh round. What do you yeah, guys yeah. think? Yeah. I, I think it's a great pick. I, I think, I think the, the key for me with the flex play is, would you be willing to play this person at your RB two or your wide receiver two weekly? Are they that caliber of player that you would put them in that position? But you're just so stacked at wide receiver, or you're so stacked at RB that you have to throw them in the flex play. So to me, a great flex player is somebody that you're playing anyway in that spot. So and Chase Claypool's yeah. a guy I would I would start. Yeah, well, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, with, with, yeah, with Chase, man. I mean, I mean, they already. I mean, even though you know Pittsburgh kind of wants to get, you know kind of get back to the ground and pound, they didn't really do much, you know, in in the way of their offensive line with the run game. So I still right. think they're. They're going to lean heavy, heavily on that, you know, short pass game like they did last season. So I think Chase is still going to be like a, a really, really valuable. I mean, even a wide receiver too. You, you know, depending if you're short on on receivers. I mean, I could see you playing him, you know, at wide receiver too. You know what I mean? From on, on a weekly basis, especially short. For sure, For and, sure. That, and that's the quality of a good, uh, of a good flex play. So good pick, James. Brandon, Brandon, who's who's your at? Who do you got at number five? My my number five for me is going to be. Damian Harris for for uh, the New England Patriots. So and where, right now, where is he going at? Yeah, he, right now his his he he's going at about 89th. Okay, and so which would be round eight, round eight. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, how, so, so, how, how how I did mine was uh, again. So we should have should have started this off. We're, we're assuming 12 person league, which is yeah. the norm. Yeah. So so pick 85 to 96 is round eight. 97 to 108 is round nine. 109 to 120 is round 10. 121 to 132, round 11, so on and so forth. So go ahead. Yeah, so, 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 so I got I got, I got, got Damian Harris right now. Um, I, I still think a little bit um, earlier and, and like, you know, really throughout the season with the, with the Patriots, he really started to take a little more prominent role, especially, you know, with Sonny Michelle was kind of a little banged up. Like, Damian Harris was doing some work, and I think they're, they're, they're definitely going to, you know, get back to the ground and pound with, you know, the grabbing two tight ends. So I definitely think – Damian Harris is going to get a lot more um, burn there because I think Rex Burkhead is gone too. So yeah, he is. So that's still going to leave you know 
Sony Michelle might come out as the one, but but I still think Damian Harris is definitely gonna get some repertoire yards because because New England is still gonna want to go back to the ground game with with you know with Cam and possibly if Mac Jones comes in as a starter. So Brandon, so, what do you think is his top end average per game? For for, for uh Damian points, Harris points non-PPR standard, yeah. Standard. Um it looks like he's at what right now? Like I didn't pull it up. Hold on. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to say this while you look it up, Brandon. I, at the moment, I'm not a fan of that pick, and this is why. I, I, I want to stay away from him because even the RB1 in New England is an RB2 with a Cam Newton offense. So uh, Cam Newton's going to steal all the touches around the goal line, and we all know that those goal line, that's that six points. You could, you could end up with – That's that flex butter. Yes. You could end up with 22 yards, but, but two touchdowns. You had a 14-point week. I'll take fourteen my flex every time you give that to me, and and Cam Newton I, I think I, I think yeah and yeah but so I don't think Damian Harris is is a, a top three running back like on your team, which would not make him a good flex in my opinion. Now if Mac Jones was the starter, I'm all over Damian Harris. I'm all over him. I think it's a great pick if if the quarterback is Mac Jones, but with Cam Newton, I'm I'm just personally staying away from the New England backfield. Right, and so and, and I agree with that, and that's the only reason why I see that be is because I, I think that uh, if I if I'm looking at my flex play, I, I'm looking for double digits average for the year out of that role, right? So whatever I decide, whoever I decide to put in there, I'm looking to put in double digits, 10, 12 points. I'm good with that. Um, you know, in, in some cases, we'll talk about some people who've got the potential to go. I mean, Claypool's got the potential to go 21, 25. I mean, he could put. I mean, for me, those are some beggars. I mean, for me, that that is still all of uh, a, a personal preference, just based off of late, like the expectation of what you're expecting the offense to do as well. So, so it's not only based off what they did last year. I, I still feel like New England this year is going to get back to to pounding the ball. Like I said, Rex Burkhead. I mean, even with Cam there last year, sexy Rexy would come in and still steal some. But but I mean, he he's gone. So I still think Damian Harris is going to end up being the bell bell cow there. But I think you know. I think Sony Michelle is gonna be the 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 actual one, but I, I still think Damian Harris is gonna be the bill cow for that for that backfield. Which I mean, I don't I don't really I don't really see that as a as a flex play. Hey James and Brandon, what did you guys use? Uh, at, like as you're looking at your where people are drafted, your ADP. I use like I use Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros. Okay, James, what did you so use? I use I use six different mocks on six di- different sites, man. I use a, a, so I, I kind of took an average. And, right. and all the players I have on my list are all, they, I mean, they all, in all the drafts, they were all going and I, and, and I used like 7.3 or 7.11, right. you know what I mean? So 11, seventh round, but, but um, so, and, and I, I, I put their average out of those six. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I just used ESPN because I, I know most people who are watching, I feel like ESPN is the most common. So I just took from there yeah, sure. and ESPN ha- ha- has who's been drafted who's being drafted where in all of their mock drafts, the average. That's what I'm with. So right. my, my number five pick, my number five pick is a guy who was a number one wide receiver last year, and he's currently going the 11th round, but a new face in a new place, Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he takes a lot of touches from DJ Chark, who was a disappointment last year. And I, I can never pronounce the guy's name, but like Lenat Chenault, but that dude. Um, I I know I'm saying it wrong. Brandon, what's his name? He said he said The the wide receiver in Jacksonville's name is like Lenevs the Chenault. Yeah. 
I don't know yeah. that that guy. Anyways, that guy. I, I I will not be shocked if Marvin Jones comes in, builds an immediate connection with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence respects his veteran leadership, and he puts up wide receiver two numbers this year. I, I would not be shocked to see Marvin Jones finish as a wide receiver two. So to have that in your flex play, I think would be incredible. And Trevor Lawrence, I, Marvin Jones isn't taking a big back seat from Matthew Stafford. Trevor Lawrence. At least going off potential. I think Trevor Lawrence can have a really good year, a Matthew Stafford even type of year because he he was that type of caliber of player in college. He's a rookie. You never know a lot of questions with a rookie. But I think I think Marvin Jones Jr. probably finish as a low end wide receiver too, which was a great flex play. On the eleventh round, especially. So all right, James, James, give me your uh your number four. I don't get to give you my opinion on Marvin Jones Jr. Oh yeah, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> Look at James. I, 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 thought, I, I didn't say anything. He didn't say I, I anything. Just, I just thought. I just thought. I just thought Marvin Jones Jr. when he was in uh, Detroit. If you ever started him in a flex, he was so hit or miss. Then yeah. imagine, imagine how hit or miss he's going to be in Jacksonville now. So I, I, I don't like. I don't like that pick as a flex pick. I mean, I, I think if you're strapped, you take that cat. Uh, but, but. I mean, I just for you said seventh on. We're talking about seventh round on hot flex. Right. I'm going. I, I, I'm not. I'm not considering that dude. To be well, honest I, with you, I, that dude's waiver to me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at value at each round. This is the eleventh round. In the eleventh round, I think that's still, incredible. Still, value. I, I, I could. I, I would do without that dude. I'd yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the and that's the thing too. Like, like him. I, I definitely agree with James. Like uh, Marvin Jones Jr. I would definitely. He would definitely be a waiver guy that I would kind of look past. I mean, I mean, honestly, just like just like James said, I mean, I definitely trust Matthew Stafford more than I trust, you know, um, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Right. New offense, they're going to try to run. The, they're going to want to run the ball more. I'm telling you, they are definitely going to get Chark more more involved with the offense than they did last year. So I, I think I think Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Garner Minshew, but I think oh, absolutely. You know, it's going to be the rookiness that 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 comes in, but they 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 you know they they, they spent really high draft capital, a first round pick on on Travis Etienne. They still got James Ross from last year. They don't brought in Tebow, so I, I think the offense is going to be kind of quirky. And like James said, it's not going to be consistent enough for me to draft him in the seventh. Okay, round. okay, tell me this: uh, they're they're losing by a bunch. They got to throw some bombs in the fourth quarter. Who's Trevor throwing to? Sure. So I, I got you. I hear I hear Art? you. Yeah, I'm with the Chuck too. But but and, and you know he might get some garbage. But at the end of the day, I, it's, I, mean, I just don't like. Yeah, I just don't like that. Pick. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. Like that guy. I'm not gonna throw down the flex because I hope that Jacksonville's getting blown out. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So they get <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you need to hope it. I think it's gonna happen. All right, <laughs> all right, James. James, go to go to number four. All right, uh, my my number four is gonna be the RB one. He's currently going late eight, like eight point eleven on average. So that's like second to last. I've seen him go early nine, um, but David Johnson in Houston, he's listed in their depth chart as the running back one. Um, he's going to get the start. I mean, do I think he's going to score a, a boatload of points? No, but I think that I could, I could count on him to get me 10. I, don't think you, I, I wouldn't count on 10, but it depends on what, what you need out of your flex. So, so I think the question is how you play your flex. If you say I need at least if I, I need at least six points from my flex this week, then David Johnson's probably a good, a good play. If you sure. are look at, looking at your lineup and saying, man, I think I'm outmatched this week. I need somebody from a flex that has potential to, to be a game changer. I don't think David Johnson, that guy, and, and not trying to boost my own thing. I think Marvin Jones would have that potential of being something bigger. 
I don't think David Johnson has much yeah. big play. But see, the th- but, but, but see, the thing is, if 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 I'm going with flex play, I'm always going to go running back over receiver, unless that receiver is showing me something that I'm like. Because with the receiver, there's there's too many variables. There's 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 play calling. There's situational football with the running back. Like I would, if I had to pick one, I would definitely take David David Johnson over 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 Barmer Jones easily, just because he's he's the RB one as a running back. So goal line touches. I mean, there's short yardage situations. There's the ability for him to break, catch pass out of the backfield. I, I don't know that Houston's going to be on the goal line this year. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 that's my point. E- even if Deshaun Watson doesn't play, that's going to give you a more idea that David Johnson is definitely going to be a have a higher role in the offense. If, if Deshaun Watson is there, they're going to come out slinging it with whoever the backup is. I don't even know who the backup is for Houston right now, but they they definitely going to come out slinging it. You know, hope, hoping the backup gets five thousand yards this season. They're going to play defense and run the ball because that's a brand new head coach. They're 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 still going to be conservative. So I, so I think David Johnson is definitely. A really, really good, good flex play because, like I said, I'm. I guess I'm biased. I'm always gonna. If I have a running back on my bench, I'm always. So, gonna so, so, so let's just clarify. You're talking standard too, not PPR. Yeah, both, both of them. Yeah, I thought that's what we were talking. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, I, I just want to make sure we understand. You're saying always, always. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not yeah, always like, going to do it if it's PPR, but but we're standard. Like, yeah, well, standard. Well, it's, 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 over, overall, in standard, it's better to play a running back over a, a t- over a wide receiver especially if it's not a wide receiver one for a team and especially sure. yeah especially if it's a it's a running back one well right? what yeah, i would right. say what i would say what, what, what the reason i'm saying overall is because i feel like david johnson i mean for for you know for all of his woes the past few years he's 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 made his bread on being a receiving back so so i still think there's going to be some catching opportunities like he he has a three down back like he can play third down so he's still going to get the opportunity to to, to make some PPR catches all right. Yeah. Brandon, significant Brandon, significant get, flex value, late eighth, early ninth. Brandon, number four. Yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, running back myself. Um, kind of risky, kind of. I feel like kind of boom a bus, you know, to you know to kind of take a swing at him. I would say James Conner in in, in Arizona. Um, in, in Arizona. In Arizona, I really like James Conner. I've always been a James Conner fan. Um, I I still I still think he's a tough running back. Um, Arizona's probably going to try to. Even though they acquired AJ Green, I, I still think um, there's going to be some opportunities for him and him and uh, Chase to split. Chase Chase I don't think is going to be an every down back. He's not going to be a bell cow. I, I think at some point throughout the season, James Conner will emerge as the RB one in, in Arizona if he stays healthy. I actually oh, yeah I actually I actually uh, listed him. I don't have him in my top five, but I listed him. Um, he's currently going like early nine. Yeah. And uh, and Chase is listed as the uh, as the running back one, but I like I like James. I th- I'm with you, dude. I think he's a stud, even though he played for a team that I despise. Um, he was good. he's good, man, and, and and he's a fighter. So at the at the end of the day, um, he's got good hands. He runs the ball hard. I can see I can see the Cardinals going with uh, go, going get him getting a lot of touches, an opportunity like he like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I'm, I, I'm, I like that pick. I'm not mad at it. If if I had six, that was my number six flex play value uh, after the seventh round. So yeah, that I thought was a good pick. All right, number four for me, I've got to go with Rojo. I looked at the the depth chart right now. Leonard Fournette is listed as the number one running back for the Bucks, but I don't believe in him. I don't know if he's ever stayed healthy a season in his life. And that's probably going back to 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 Pee Wee's. You know, I don't think he's ever been healthy a whole season. And also, even if he is healthy, he's going to split carries with Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, I don't think is a star, 
but I think he's flex play worthy. And right now he's going to the 10th round. I think that's great value for a flex. I actually, last year, at the end of the year, Fournette was coming on strong. But other than that, Ronald Jones was the RB1. And the reports out of camps, uh, the reports out of camp at the moment are Ronald Jones is looking strong. So I anticipate him getting 40 plus percent of the touches, 40-ish, I would say, is fair. And for a flex play on an offense that's going to be that dynamic, uh, as long as Father Time doesn't finally catch up with the man who Father Time can never catch up with, uh, <laughs> I, I expect Ronald Jones to have probably an RB three ish year, which is which is the perfect flex. I I, I, w- I flex, would I, I would say he probably finishes around RB thirty four, which is a a top three back, which is what you want. Where's Where's he going? ESPN. Uh, ESPN. He's going in the tenth round. And so, and so, uh, Fournette was going what, like mid nine? Uh, Fournette was going in the seventh, so he did not qualify Ooh, wow. for this wow. on there. Yeah. So, so this was after the seventh, huh? Correct. After the seventh. Wow. Okay. All right. So, uh, number three, James, give us your so, number three. Uh, unless you, unless you guys right. have some pushback on that. No. Uh, no. no, no I mean, I, I'm not. Like mad, I'm not mad at Ronald Jones. I, yeah. You know. It, I think they uh, Brady opens, opens up the running game. I think we're okay. Yeah, I think that's, yeah that's, that's okay. Yeah, no, not bad. Um, I got a nine point eight, and I'm going with another wide receiver. I know that uh, you don't like this, but uh, oh no, I, but got, I, I got two wide receivers there. So just, okay, just, well, he's, he, oh, the this he, hypocrite well, son of a. <laughs> no, no, I just see the back. I like, but go ahead. Yeah, so 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 he's listed as a wide receiver one. Um, on the depth chart in San Fran, and it's uh, I expect a pretty big year from Debo Samuel. Samuel, I, I, I mean, I, I think that kid's a stud, and at and at late nine, I mean, and early 10, I saw him too. So, I mean, geez, for a wide receiver one in San Fran, I'm, I'm snatching that all day for a flex and shit. I might start, oh, sorry, I cursed. I might start, I might put him in my right receiver slot in some weeks, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. I like Debo too because I feel like he he's a he's a Swiss Army knife. Like uh, San Francisco uses him in a yeah. lot of different ways. Short yardage, he can get downfield. I mean, he like he knows how to get open. So I think his opportunity, especially in PPR, is gonna is is gonna surpass. You know, he, and I mean and I mean Shanahan is super creative with getting his you know his his playmakers the ball. So I, I can definitely rock with Debo. I'm not just 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 for for for. I'm not against wide receivers completely, but I, if I had a back I like better. Sure I sounded it. like it. It's not. I just don't like. I just don't trust in Marvin Jones, who I've had in previous fantasy years. On top of <laughs> we all have new quarterback, new offense, like all that good stuff. All those factors matter for me. Yeah. So I, I I like the pick too. I I think getting a part of that 49ers offense, uh, any part other than Jimmy G, I think it's probably gonna be a good a good part. I don't think Jimmy G's gonna be a good fantasy quarterback, but I think he's gonna feed p- people. And whether I, I think the question is tough. I know you say he's listed as the, the wide receiver one, but if it's really going to be him or Brandon Ayuk who have the better season, either way, I think those are would both be good picks, especially at that value. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. All right, Brandon, you're number three. My number three is I'm going to go with a wide receiver. Right? You, <laughs> God. <laughs> That's why I just put out a disclaimer early. I'm like, don't jump down my throat. All right, I took a wide receiver, but. 
I'm going to go with Miko Hartman, right? And my reasons for right now, he's going about 11, 12, I've seen. Um, he's he's uh, overall 139-ish, um, wide receiver 55. But I think he right now they have him listed as as wide receiver two. And I feel like that that offense is still going to be high-powered and potent. They lost Sammy Watkins to 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 Baltimore, so he, he's out of there. So they still got um, Denard Robinson as, the, as a three. But I, I, I think um, Miko Hartman, they do use him on, on, on kick return, punt return. I feel like he's going to – He's going to be more have more of a, a prominent role in the offense with, with, with lots of uh, Sammy Watkins on the other down. So I think his 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 opportunity to, to snag balls plus with his um, return ability is definitely going to make him. Uh, I I would I would play him in the flex this year. And I mean, if you can if you can get the opportunity to get a weapon from Kansas City, get one. Yeah, I, I put a wide receiver in number five, but I just like running backs my flex over wide receivers so i just that is sarcasm my picks hey. it's it's not though my picks one through four are all running backs hey, really hey, listen listen <laughs> listen, listen all, all jokes is all jokes aside uh mccall is got wheels man the kid's yeah. got wheels he he has the potential to have blowout games um you know especially against teams that have you know, island cover corners, you know what I'm saying? That are going to hit Tyreek and they're not going to let him get the rock. So, um, and, and I'm just and, him, and Kelsey too. Yeah. But they're one, I mean, th- those two receivers are one, two speed. Like, so, I mean, you're, yeah, I like, I like that. You said he was going where 11, 12. I think he's going 12. Yeah. Yeah. He's well, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's super value. I dig that pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great value. Can't get mad at that. Other than it's just a wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't even go wide receiver. <laughs> All right. My number three. My number three. I'm pulling out a rook. Pulling out a rook right now. Averaging on ESPN in the 11th round. Uh, now, I don't expect him to be the starter at the very beginning of the year, but by week five. I don't know he's going to say. I project him to be the starter. And to get in the 11th round an RB1, an offense that is just as good as David Johnson's, if not maybe a little bit better, I think. The Jets, uh, Michael Carter. Michael Carter, rookie, going in the 11th round. I expect him to be the starter. I think he's the most talented back uh, in the backfield for the Jets. I expect Tevin Coleman to be the starter to start the season. So if, if you need somebody, if you didn't go – if you didn't go – running back early and you're like shoot i need a couple running backs to start late in my draft tevin coleman will be a pick and then you watch the the waiver wire and maybe you get some maybe somebody gets injured you can get the backup you can fill spots in but if you do go running back early and you solidify those spots which to me are the most key you go running back early you solidify your running back roles which are your your bell cows then later in the draft you could take the ones with potential and the ones that have RB1, RB2 potential, and you play them in the flex weekly. And to me, Michael Carter's that guy. Starting week, I'm going to say at least five, if not sooner, Michael Carter is going to be one of, if not the best, flex plays. I think he finishes the league the year as a running back two, as long as he stays healthy, of course. I think he's got that sort of talent. And they, you know they like to run the heck out of rookies. So I see Michael Carter having a very good year. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad at that pick because I mean, um, with the new head coach, uh, you, you know, coming him, him being a defensive minded uh, coach coming from San Francisco, 
he's going to want to keep it simple with a rookie quarterback, you know, play solid defense and run the ball. So I, I still think even with the addition of Tevin Coleman, like there's going to be enough footballs and enough carries to go around for, you, you know, for, for, for him to have some value, because I mean, even, even if he scores one rushing touchdown a game, I, I mean, for, you know, that that's, that's still solid on, on, on top of maybe some yards. I, I mean, you look at that, at least 10 points a game, you know, that. Well, yeah. Top. Yeah. I, I think he comes up with at least 40 yards and a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. I, I mean, I can see him averaging 10, 11 points a game, which is great for your flex. Yeah. Whoa. I don't see that, but I'm not, I, I'm not mad. I just, I don't, I don't know how much they're going to run the ball, man. I just don't know. How, and and with, with, with a full backfield, I just don't know how much they're going to, and he's a world. Around week five, but do you draft a kid who's potentially RB3, uh, RB2? Do you draft that kid? Do you, do you use a draft pick on that kid? In round eleven, where he's going, absolutely. Yeah. I would even take him. I would even take him around early, around early in the tenth. I got you. And, and based and, and based on the way you explained it, I think I think if 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 a rookie is listening to this, they kind of go, okay. If I do have my two right hits, then I then then there's no harm oh, yeah. in taking this kid. Right. If if you, if you if you got two stud running backs in your top three picks, you should feel as long as you're not an idiot, you should feel very good that your RBs one and two are locked up. So you can you can work around do what feels right for you in your draft, but then you need to you need to worry about the flex. You need to worry about season long, and I think as the season progresses, Michael Carter is going to be a great value pick for you going in the eleventh round. If you take him a lot, round early in the tenth, I still I, like, I yeah. still like that pick. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. disagree with that. Yeah. All right, James, number two. Number two, uh, he's currently going uh, mid eight. Uh, I've seen him late eight. But uh, Melvin Gordon in Denver, um, dude, Melvin Gordon, he's in Denver. And if you pick him up late, I mean, it's Melvin Gordon in Denver. I mean, they don't have Philip Lindsay anymore. Um, I think he's going to get more touches. Um, they'll throw him the ball. I mean, I don't, I don't really like, I'm not real happy about Denver's offense, but uh, it's still Melvin Gordon and playing him in a flex role. If you do have your two, your, your one and two, you know, in your pocket. I mean, Melvin Gordon late eight's not a bad pick. Braden, what do you thought? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm, I'm extremely bullish on, on, on Melvin Gordon this year in general. But if you can get him to be your, you know, you know, your flex back, I mean, I got to think you're doing something pretty solid with, you know, with with, with drafting. So that I, I'd be on board with, you know, taking Melvin Gordon as a, as a, as a flex back. James, where did you see him going? Mid uh, eighth was the average. I seen him going as late as eight, tenth round or tenth pick, eighth round. Okay, so I have him as my number two as well. So I'm just gonna jump in and just say that. Give cool. throw, throw my number two pick out there because, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. An ESPN, he's going in the tenth round. Sheesh, the tenth round to get that to get what you know is a start a good starting running back in the tenth round. And the concern with him is just that. They think he might lose his job to Javonta Williams. Yep. Uh, okay. But you know that is a starting running back. And even and you that throwing in that's a flex one. That's even maybe like your RB in the eighth, ninth, tenth round. You may be taking him as your even your RB4. That is incredible value. And even if he were to lose the starting job, I can't, I can't personally see it going more than 60, 40, one way or the other. So yeah. maybe Javonta Williams gets 60. Uh Melvin Gordon gets 40. It's still not that bad with the talent Melvin Gordon has for a flex play. 
and he's and good. I mean, and he's. I mean, with and, and I mean with um with um Melvin Gordon in the past, man, he's always a freaking touchdown vulture, man. That, that 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 dude, man, they get into that that red zone. That dude will steal some touchdowns, man. He will steal them. All right, Brandon, number two. My number two, man. You guys might call it a homer pick. Another wide receiver is my last wide receiver, though. Jalen Waddle, man. Jalen Waddle, my man. Um, I really think he is going to have a ginormous breakout. Where's season. he going? Um, right now he, he's he's going nine ten, nine nine ten ish. Um, with Will Fuller right now, who's currently suspended, and then I mean nobody ever ever wants to depend on you know. Um, <laughs> Are you, Parker, so. are you sure he's suspended? Because I know you put information on this podcast before that was wrong. But like Todd Gurley, you said, I, you said like a week or two ago, Todd Gurley signed with the Ravens. I looked over earlier saying that he visited the Ravens. You're like, oh, he visited the Ravens. I'm like, okay, cool. I, I, I acted all shot. I'm like, wow, that's breaking news to me. And I look <laughs> it up, I'm like, yeah, it's, break, it's breaking fake news. It's all Trump you, almost, you almost <laughs> dropped a Woge Bob on the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, a uh, According to um to ESPN, he he is he is suspended. So um I'm I'm currently I'm currently checking it out right now. But um with with, with Waddle, he I feel like he's gonna have a huge breakout year. I I definitely think that they're gonna you know break the range from Tua a little bit and a and a, and allow him to distribute. And Jalen Waddle is gonna be active in the return game. I am all for wide receivers that you know that pull double duty, man. Because I mean. You can snag some fantasy points that way too, but I, but hey, I definitely think hey. I don't. I don't ever want to trust Devontae Parker in my entire life for the rest of my life. I've done no, it. No, 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 no. That's a Marvin Jones well, thing. But, yeah. but check or Will Fuller. Yeah. Neither one of those guys. They yeah. always get hurt. I, I right. don't. So, I, but, but, I don't. I don't trust anybody to was thrown to this year. I, I, I just but, don't and, trust and, 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 and I was just gonna say that. So like, I love that kid. I think Waddle is nasty. I think Waddle is gonna have a fantastic NFL career. I am just, and, and I was super high on Tua. Uh, if you listen to our first podcast, I think we talked a lot about Tua and, and the things he was doing prior to camp um, and uh, the things that he's even doing now. But what he's doing is he's like trying to have meetings with his guys to get everybody on the same page. And I think the problem with that, and, and, and I hear that he's having a little bit of trouble with the playbook. So I, I'm worried about Tua. Um, I love Waddle. And, and I hope to God that's a great pick. Um, I just worry about Tua and, and 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 his ability to play at the level we need him to play in order same, for Waddle to be same, a good pick. Same, same. I I th- I th- I want Waddle to do well. I just don't really believe in Tua at this moment, so that's why I'm staying away from. And him. I feel like there there are some there are some factors that <laughs> all right that, five minutes. That, 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 there are some factors that that hampered Tua last year, but they but they got a new OC, so I, I definitely think things are going to be different for him this year. All right, Brandon, you went from number two. Give us number one now. What's your number, number one, one pick? One, one number one. I have. I have Mr. Trey Sermon, man. Yo, that's that's nasty, dude. I, had, I am going late. I almost had him one, but I thought one of y'all might have him one. What what, what round do you see him going in? Um, right now it, it looks like on average he's going what? Uh, we, we're looking at about uh about seven eight. I got okay. early eight. Well, so so eight so seven eight. would not qualify for this podcast. Well, I mean, some things I've seen seven, some things I've seen eight. Okay. So it depends okay. on what 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 play you go to here. So 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 yeah, and eight, I and I have yeah, eight. my average is early eight. I got him eight one. Yeah. Okay. And the reason I I I didn't I saw him going on ESPN. I, it was sixth or seventh. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was sixth or seventh. Yeah. That's why I didn't I, count him. But okay, go, but think, good. I definitely think in this offense, man. I've been I've been raving about Trey, and I've and I and I don't really talk about guys that much. But um, but but I mean, it's you just, mean the best. 
<laughs> but I mean, I mean, I definitely think that it's something about that Shanahan offense, man. He can he can grab you know one of us three and throw us in the backfield, and we do numbers at him. And I don't know what it is, man. But I think Trey Sermon is definitely going to have an opportunity with with you know Raheem Mostert. That dude is always hurt, man. He's 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 talented, but he's always hurt. But I think Trey Sermon is definitely have a huge opportunity. And right now, where he's being drafted, he could potentially become like your like a weak starter. Like I mean, not even talking about the flex, no doubt, I mean, look, no but doubt. But if you can snag him that late and then play him in the flex and then like, you know, just, you know, let's just say you have, you know, three strong backs already, you know what I mean? So to add him in the mix, I think he he definitely has the potential to become like a, like a weak starter that's not even in the flex. All right. Yeah. All right. We're, lo- yeah, we're, low on, we're low on time. Let me just say this. I'll, I'll always agree with the Buckeye and they signed him quick. They signed him quick. So that means they're going to they're give him the rock. James, who's your number one? My number one is a homer pick for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's go, he's going late. He's going late nine, early ten. So I got him. I got him. The average is early ten, uh, but Jarvis Landry in Cleveland. I mean, dude, it's Jarvis Landry. I mean, they got I got OBJ going early seven. I think Jarvis has a better fantasy. Well, I don't know. I think OBJ's got a super high upside, but I think Jarvis is 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 the real workhorse in that wide receiver core. Um, and he's the, he's the guy, um, you know, taking those shots over the middle. Um, I, I think he gets the ball more often than OBJ. And I think he, I think he averages 10 points a game this year. So, and, and, and you know what, I'm putting a Brown. I already put a Steeler and an next Steeler. I'm putting a Brown on my list, baby. And I'm going with juice. Hey, I'm not mad at it. If, if this is PPR, I absolutely going to put him. And that's what oh, yeah. just kept, just, just kept him off my list. Uh, I, I still like the value. I think his and we were talking about him versus OBJ. Jarvis's floor is a lot higher as opposed to OBJ's floor. OBJ's ceiling is a lot higher as opposed to uh, Juice's ceiling. So that's where you're you're picking and choosing. But yeah, not mad to pick it all. All right. Well then, uh, Brandon went silent, so I'm going to give my number one. Oh, my no, no- oh, no, you, see, you said we run a long time, so I just want you to get your pick in. All right, well I appreciate it. All right, <laughs> all right, yeah. My number one pick, I'm sticking in the backfield, the same one Brandon's hanging out in. That 49ers backfield, going in the eighth round right now, according to ESPN, Rahi Mostert, the RB one at the moment, and even if he is the RB two with Trey Lance, if that does happen. With that Kyle Shanahan offense, both of those guys are flex-worthy players week in and week out. Maybe even RB2. Raheem Mostert is RB2-worthy. And, and, and Trey Sermon may develop into that as the season goes on. But this moment, Raheem Mostert, stud, monster. Yes, he probably won't, won't be healthy for the whole season. But stud, monster, eighth round, scoop up as many shares of him as you can get. I, I just... If somebody has a history of injuries, I'm I'm always afraid, man. I'm not saying it's not a bad pick if he, you know, so so happens survives and he doesn't because right now he's hurt. So so that would already scare that that and that's probably the reason why he's so low because he's already he's already he's, he's already injured. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta expect him to play more games than he doesn't in the eighth round. That talent and that offense got gotta take it. Yeah. All right. This has been the fantasy freaking football podcast coming at you with the top flex plays after the seventh round. Brandon, say something. Stay, stay, stay weary. Watch your notes, man. Keep, keep paying attention and keep beating the pavement, man. Just, just stay in the loop, man. All right, James, give me some. Two players that were mentioned, um, but great values in the eighth round. 
Jerry Judy and Tyler Boyd. Yeah. I, I, you know, I'm a Tyler Boyd fan. I think he has a good, good year. So yeah. And Jerry Judy, I, I think Jerry Judy is a good pick again. Uh, just like how Brandon was talking about the quarter or Cam Newton and Damian Harris. I don't like Damian Harris. If Cam Newton's the quarterback. I don't like Jerry Judy as much. If Drew Locke is the quarterback, I like it more if Teddy Bridgewater is quarterback. Agreed. Uh, and so this was flex plays, but for throw out a little little value after the eighth round, I'm sorry, after the seventh round, it's people I wanted to add to the list that weren't flex necessarily. Uh, Tannehill going in the eighth round on ESPN. Stafford going in the ninth round on ESPN. And the Gronkster going in the 11th round. Typically, you don't think more than one t- tight end, uh, but you got to expect Gronk is get you. So you can play Gronk in your flex, but it's not usually the route you want to go in flex. But Gronk, uh, yeah, I'm certain he's going to finish as a, as a tight end one. So to get your tight end one in the 11th, I like the value. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, Gronk necessarily. Um, I, I I definitely value wise in those picks. I mean, I guess you could say for me, I guess you, I guess you could say quarterbacks, but I mean, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, really bullish at that point of like quarterbacks are kind of expected to go into the later rounds. I'm not a huge fan of Gronk. I think in, in in crunch time and clutch moments, like how, how you did in the Super Bowl, but I think from a week to week play, I wouldn't. OJ. Yeah. I mean, because OJ is coming back. OJ is hurt already. Is that breaking? Is that breaking news or fake news? Is that is that a, a woge bomb? <laughs> Did you drop a woge bomb? I, I, thought, I, thought that, I thought that was common knowledge. <laughs> but 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 I mean, he's coming off, but he's still coming off the injury, and, and I still feel like he he's gonna be the more durable back. Like I still feel like that they're gonna play Grunt and Gronk and Spurts, man. He's getting older, man. I don't I don't know. Uh, I think I think the old T Bird trusts him way too much. I think Tom Brady's gonna. I, be- I, I'll say this. I'll say this. I don't. I, I mean, whatever. Whatever you do in the eleventh round, it's not going to crush your face. But I, uh, but I do like Stafford out there in LA, man. I, I do like. Stafford I like him a there. lot. I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with starting Stafford or Tannehill every week. This is eighth, ninth round we're talking about. So to to handle my business and all of my other spots, and then go and take my quarterback in eighth or ninth round and, and end up with those, happy. Ain't going to hurt you. Yep. All right. Well, this has been another edition of the Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. Hey, check out the links below. I'll uh, send some information for you. If you guys need anything, uh, draft kits and stuff, we'll put them, put them down below so you can check them out. It's one that we recommend. Other than that, we'll see you next time. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah.